0: Down the Line Podcast with Tyler Hunt. It's storming outside because Brian Kelly's just raining in these recruits. That's a go, Tigers. You know, Joe Burrow, he was the one. (laughs) What's Brian Kelly going to do? I don't know. And now your host, of Down the lines, Tyler Hunt. Hello and welcome to episode number 142 of Down the Lines. As always, I'm your host, Tyler Hunt. And on today's episode, we are breaking down Missouri's 2022 football team preview. Your LSU Tigers don't face Missouri this year, but as we go through the SEC East preview, um we'll get to talk about the second worst team in the SEC East, possibly the second worst team in the SEC. Um but they might not finish this season that way. Last year they were 6 and 7. Um we talked about the worst team in the SEC in Vanderbilt on the last pod. Uh which you can check out on Spotify and Apple Podcast. But today we have Missouri and Eli Drinkowitz has been fairly average the last couple of years in his two seasons there 6 and 7 last year, 5 and 5 in the covid year with a win over LSU. They did beat uh Florida last year, so they've had some uh good wins for Missouri standards. Um the biggest win. Here's the, here's the one like I started looking at this Missouri squad uh for this pod and I don't know how I missed this or I might have seen it and just forgot on signing day, Missouri landed the number three overall high school recruit, the number one wide receiver, not even from Missouri. He's from Illinois. Of course, he's from St. Louis, so he's right there by Missouri. But Luther Burden... Many expect him to be the SEC freshman of the year. Um, some expect him to be uh national freshman of the year. And part of that is because when you look at this Missouri squad, they're a team whose offense last year was 10th in the SEC. They lose Connor Bazelak, who completely outdid expectations in 2020. Um, when he threw for was it 2720 uh 800 yards uh Missouri was 5 and 5 no one expected that they like I said they beat LSU early in the season when Miles Brennan was when Miles Brennan played his best game um as we talked about a few pods ago but uh Connor Basilac was a solid player for Missouri for the last two seasons now he didn't play the entire season last year Um, But he transfers out. He goes to Illinois. So you lose your starting quarterback. On top of that, they lost possibly one of the best offensive pieces in the SEC um, in Tyler Beatty. He led the SEC in rushing yards. He led Missouri in catches with 54 as a running back. He had almost... 2,000 all-purpose yards and 18 touchdowns. Um, Tyler Beatty was their best player. He's gone. He was their whole offense, pretty much. And now he's gone. They returned to their top three. They returned three of their top five uh, wide receivers. Um, But you bring in Luther Burden. And Luther Burden is going to have the burden of carrying this entire offense. Luther Burden, the entire state of Mississippi is going to be on his back. And that that's what happens whenever you're the number one wide receiver and you go to a place like Missouri. See, if he would have went to Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State um, as many expected him to do, then it doesn't matter what he does as a freshman. Yeah, they're going to want him to play and have a couple of highlight plays, but Luther Burden as a freshman at Missouri – he has to be a baller. He has to come in, and he has to go for a thousand yards, seventy catches. He has to re- he he returned nine punts for touchdowns last year, uh, in high school. Um, there's a reason he's the number one rated wide receiver, and he's going to have to prove it. And he's going to have to prove it on an offense that really hasn't proven to be that good. Um. They return six six starters on offense, and most of them are on the offensive line. They return four out of five uh, starters on the offensive line, a offensive line who helped lead the best uh, running back in the SEC. So there's promise there for the quarterback to um, – there's promise there for the quarterback to be able to stand up and get the ball to Luther Burden, and he's going to have to. Who's going to play quarterback for Missouri with it not being Connor Bazilak? Now you're going to have to look at Brady Cook, who started a game last year uh, whenever they benched Connor Bazilak, and he did, or he started the bowl game last year because Bazilak was hurt, but he came back, he was healthy for the bowl game. But they decided to play Brady Cook and he put up Connor Bay's like numbers. Eight yards per attempt uh eight yards per completion, had a decent completion percentage, two hundred and fifty yards or so. He 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 played okay. And then you get Sam Horn, who comes in as a who comes in as a freshman, um a highly rated for a top ten quarterback out of high school. There's there's going to be a quarterback a, a battle between them, and if my memory is correct, they get Jack Abraham from Mississippi State who transfers in. So there's going to be a quarterback battle there. I don't know exactly who's going to be the starter there, but whoever it is is going to have to get the ball to Luther Burden. Um, defensively. Defensively, this team should be better. The last two years, they've been absolutely horrible. And when I say horrible, last year they were 13th on defense, giving up 444 yards per game. And in 2020, they gave up 440 yards per game. They have been terrible. The last, what was it, the last two or three seasons, they've completely been outclassed in the SEC. Um I finished five hundred for what that's worth. But defensively this year they should take a step forward. They return eight starters. They return a cornerback who's third team pre all, all SEC in Chris Abrams drain. They return a defensive end who's honorable mention for the all SEC in Shrajan Jeffcoat and a safety in Martez Emanuel. So they have they have some players on defense who have started and who can take this defense a step forward. Eli Drinkwich has had four different defensive coordinators the last four years, three of them being at Missouri, the year prior to being at Appalachian State. Um, he's he's going to need he's going to need his defense to take a step forward. Is it going to help them a lot? I really, I I really don't know. But if you look at the whole, like the whole recruiting class, so I talked a lot about Luther Burden. This is a really really good recruit. This is a top twenty five recruiting class for Missouri, which is saying a lot because it's it's Missouri. They are they're not they're historically not good. Um, yeah, when they came in the SEC, they won a couple SEC West titles because Florida and Georgia were terribly far down. But since then, they haven't they haven't really done a lot. They lose Makai Wingo to LSU, which, thank you. But, other than that, they get good defensive pieces back. So, on the recruiting front, a 18 overall class, it's phenomenal for Missouri. They reel in the number three overall player, plus they pick up eight other four stars. And eight pretty... Pretty highly rated four-stars. Um, Sam Horn, who I mentioned early. Marquise Gracial, who's a 300-pound defensive tackle, top 150 player. DJ Westlick, another defensive lineman, top 165 player, 15th edge rusher. So they have some pretty good pieces. They get Tavares Jones from El Paso, Texas, a four-star running back, top 200 player, a top 15 running back. So that's somebody who can come in. Uh, play early, and help fill a void Uh, for for. Uh, for Uh, Tyler Beatty leaving. But you also get Elijah Long, Ma- Michael Cox back, who had some carries for you last year. So they should have a, a, a decent stable of running backs to try to cope with the loss of Tyler Beatty, um, plus getting a, a, a good running back that comes in. The defensive line looks like it could take a step forward this year. Um, but really the story of Missouri is going to be, can the quarterback play step step up and step forward? Can the defense kind of uh, – can the defense take a step forward? Can Luther Burden be SEC freshman of the year, uh, national freshman of the year? Um, they're going to need that because the schedule – the, the, the schedule's not easy. Uh, they, they don't get any breaks on the schedule. And I say that because you pull... You get Kansas State earlier in the season. At Kansas State. So, as I did with Vanderbilt, I'm going to go through the schedule and I'm going to talk about how I think they do. So... They start the week with Louisiana Tech on Thursday, September 1st, uh, first week of the season. Um, I think you win that game. Louisiana Tech was terrible last year. They're not expected to be any better this year. Louisiana Tech, which has, has really been a, a, a really good program, they, fe- they fell off last year. Um I think you you win that game, start 1-0. You go to Kansas State, who is, coincidentally, who LSU played in the bowl game when they had 12 players. Kansas State is a solid program. I would put Kansas State and Missouri kind of in the same boat. 500 programs, some years can win eight games, some years can win four. This game being second week of the season at Kansas State, who is replacing a... Uh, who is replacing a dynamic quarterback. But they get another one in, and Adrian Martinez. I I believe that Kansas State wins this game at Kansas State. They then play Abilene Christian, which is going to be a win. Then they go to Auburn. Now, this is another game that, if this game was at home, I feel like they I I feel like Missouri wins this game just because Auburn has so many questions around it. But there's something about Jordan Hare Stadium that I don't I don't like anybody going to Auburn and playing. I hate when LSU goes to Auburn to play. I'll take Auburn in that game because it is at Auburn. So that puts them at two and two. They're not going to beat Georgia. Florida, this is another one where it's at Florida. They beat Florida last year, but that was at home. You now you now travel to Florida where you don't really you don't really know how Florida's gonna do. Um historically they haven't done terribly great against Florida, which most teams in the SEC haven't except for Georgia. But Billy Napier's squad is a huge question mark. So this one's hard for me, but it's being it's at Florida, so I will, I will pencil this one as a, in as a loss, but it is one that they can win. Vanderbilt they're going to win. That would move them to three and four at South Carolina. I'm not entirely sold on that team. Um I, this this will be this will be the decision of who finishes second to last in the SEC East is Vanderbilt versus South Carolina. I mean Missouri versus South Carolina. Missouri can win this game. Um, they might win this game. They get Kentucky at home. So Missouri's home field advantage isn't isn't LSU's. It isn't Alabama's. It isn't Florida's. Um, but it's also hard to play there because it's dead. Like there, no, no one. There's like forty thousand people that go to those stadium, that stadium. I would say, right now, they lose to Kentucky, they lose to Tennessee, they beat New Mexico State, and they finish the season against Arkansas, their cross division rival. That game's on a Friday. I like Arkansas in that game. So, that is one, two, three, four, maybe five wins for Missouri. If they beat South Carolina, it was at six, and they go bowling. I think that's the ceiling for this team, really, is six and six. They could upset uh I say upset. Florida and Arkansas are possibly winning game winnable games there. Um I'd give this team between five and seven wins. So six and six, five and seven feels like a good bet. Don't expect a lot from this team. Expect a lot from Luther Burden. Um expect some questions to start popping up about Eli Drinkowitz job security, uh hot seat if they only win four games, especially. But with a with a good recruiting class coming in this year for Missouri, that that says a lot about where this where Eli Drinkowicz could take this program if he follows that up this year with another good cord, uh recruiting class. Don't expect Missouri to get the number three player in the year again. That's ridiculous. But Missouri could have some upside. It's hard to see it whenever you're replacing a starting quarterback, losing 2,000 yards from one player. You do get a dynamic player in, but he's going to be a freshman. He's going to have growing pains. Missouri this year, don't expect a lot from them. Uh, You could expect them to upset Florida or Tennessee, which I don't even know if Florida would be an upset at this point. Um, You could expect them to – uh, say upset Kentucky or Arkansas at home. so Missouri there's not a lot there. They are better than Vanderbilt so it is better to talk about them than Vanderbilt, which is nice But good luck Missouri. hopefully uh, hopefully you stay in the SEC sometime I guess I don't know but uh, that's it for Missouri really. Um, like I said, not a, a terrible lot to talk about. They got. They can't have a really good offensive line. Their offense hasn't been great. All of their position rankings are bottom half of the SEC except for the offensive line, which has a, someone who's been named to second team off uh, All SEC preseason. Oh, I almost forgot. The kicker's a stud, uh, and he's got an awesome name. It was uh. Harrison Meavis. This dude was 22 for 24 kicking field goals last year. He's probably the best player on the team. So, when your best player is a kicker, I can't really talk crap because LSU's best player of the last two seasons was a kicker in Cade York. Um, This dude kicked better than Cade York last year. Uh, he didn't kick as many 50-yarders, but that's what M- Missouri can hang their hat on having the best kicker in the SEC in Harrison Meavis. And with that, that'll do it today. Tomorrow, we'll break down South Carolina and see if see if they can see who's going to be better between them and Missouri uh, to finish second to last in the SEC East because that's just the pecking order. But uh, I'll break that down tomorrow, and I will catch y'all down the lines.